0: Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode with your host, Lena Marie, memoirs from The Alpha Female. I hope everyone's been doing amazing in some shape or form, mentally, physically, emotionally. And I just wanted to check in with you guys. I know it's been a minute. I always say that. But um, this episode was inspired by a conversation that I had with the long-term associate friend, male friend, and I felt that it's very needed at this time. So going back to the initial conversation that inspired this episode today, which was a male friend. We were having a conversation, hadn't talked to him in years. And we started conversing back on Messenger, Facebook Messenger. And when you haven't talked to someone in a while, you kind of play the catch up question game. If you would say it's a game just the catch up questions, the basic questions that we all ask to people that we haven't talked to in a while, which may consist of um, how are you doing in your life? Where are you working? Are you finished school? Um, Have you bought a house? And the ultimate one that most of us, especially with the opposite sex, the question that is daunting to most of us is, are you married? Do you have kids or are you seeing anyone right now? Sometimes it can be that straight to the point. So those were the questions I was asking him and he was asking me as well. And like old times, we started laughing um, because he has this sarcastic humor and I have this sarcastic humor as well. And for some strange reason, that's where we always had a mutual understanding. Sarcasm at its best. Everything was fine. Until we got to the questions of, are you married? Do you have any kids? Well, I'm not married and I don't have any kids. And I think he's pretty much in the same boat. So then the conversation shifted. And it was a statement that was made that kind of ruffled my feathers, you would say. Stating... Well, you don't want to, quote unquote, bow down. That's probably why you're not married. And I I don't think he was meaning it any in offense, offensively. But it bothered me because, again, I've heard this, especially among women who are very um, strong minded, um, have leadership abilities, capabilities. That's something that we probably have heard once or often especially if you're not married with kids, it's instantly stereotyped as these women with these type of traits are not marriage material. And even though it didn't go to that extent, in my mind, I went back to a place, almost like a triggering moment of trying to defend myself. And it became defensive for me. I feel like I had to defend myself because, again, I stand firmly on the characteristics that I have. Now at 33, embracing and walking in my own individuality and accepting this is me. Now, is it some things that I have to work on? Yes, it is. And it's a beautiful thing when someone can look at where they are in their life and say, "Okay, I need to work on this. I need to chival this a little bit more or make this more better so that I can attract the desires or manifest or I guess engage in the things that I want so I'm a work in progress and I know this but that conversation that one line shifted in my mind and I've heard this topic in this conversation especially on clubhouse every day all day that women who have leadership characteristics are hard to love they want to be male dom- dominant they want to be the male dominant individual in the relationships no, we don't always want to be seen as the villain or we're always challenging or we're always strong or we're always wanting to be the provider and the dominant being in the relationship. We want protection. We want someone to be able to provide emotional stability and add that to our lives. And we're not hard to love. One thing that was so profound in the conversation was a statement or a quote he stated. And I just knew I had to add it on this episode. And it was people listen to respond opposed to listening to understand. And I tie that into this context is because most of the time your first impression is the lasting impression. And people who have these type of personality traits, we're often walk into rooms where we're often looked upon as, "Oh goodness, she's doing too much." Oh, who does she think she is? Off of whatever they have depicted in their mind. So it's all. Most of the time, it's already already a natural defense before people even can get to know us, and you won't even give me the benefit of, of the doubt. So. Listening to understand is very pivotal in having these conversations. When we look at women in society, most entrepreneurs, most successful women have alpha female traits. I'll give you some examples. Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, Adele, Hillary Clinton, Vice President Harris. She's a former prosecutor. If we look at the list of characteristics that make up an alpha, alpha personality related to female identity, those characteristics are truly defined in these individuals. And the great part of that is, even though they have those characteristics, they know how to balance their femininity And those strengths that make up that personality type, that alpha. So with that being said, that lets me know that you can balance the two. Finding someone that sees your strengths as a positive is the going factor. One of the biggest downfalls in relationships today is the lack of communication or non-effective communication. People do really listen to respond. And most of the time, those responses are from a defensive place or a defensive mindset where we're trying to be heard In most cases. And what that starts is a battle where you say something that I may not like. And instead of asking the questions, well, why do you feel this way? it turns into a debacle or a verbal battle that ends in chaos. all due to not listening to understand versus listening to respond. So let's look at her characteristics as an alpha woman and tie that into maintaining a healthy, intimate relationship with her partner. Communication. Women who have these traits always, in some shape or form, want to communicate. They want to know, what is it most of the time that we can work on to better this relationship? Let's look at her strategic planning. I've seen in dating men, planning out vacations and parties and events, it could be overwhelming. Most of the time, they just want to hand the credit card over and say, look, take care of it due to her great strategic planning, this is a benefit in a relationship. Allowing her to be her best. And keeping you in mind. I never forget when I dated this guy before, Um, I had gone to the mall and I had picked up some things or whatever that I needed. I think it was some couple outfits. I think Victoria's Secret was having a sale. And I remember coming home and he had a converse- we had a conversation. He asked me, what did you buy? I said, well, you know, I bought this or whatever. They had a sale. And I also picked you up something. And he kind of looked at me baffled. Like, you thought about me? I said, yeah, I picked you up this because I thought about you. And I considered all of the amazing things you do for me. She knows how to compliment and make him feel important. That's an amazing characteristic to have. And we don't have to say that it has to be monetary or have some type of money value. Just the fact that she considered purchasing something out of companionship or the fact of recognizing him as being an important person in her life. Her feminine energy. Balances his masculine energy. And they don't overpower each other. This type of relationship is achievable. If we look at this from a positive perspective. Taking into account her strengths. And taking into account his strengths. This can be a beautiful relationship. The key word in maintaining this type of a relationship is balance, understanding, and effective communication. Trust me, she's tired of sitting in the driver's seat and would love for you to allow her to move to the passenger seat and take lead effectively and knowing that you guys can do this together equally. That's all I have today, you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.